Welcome to a continuation of the HEC Talk series brought to you by the Charlotte AHEC Practice Support Team. For this round of talks, we will be sharing best practice tools and tips helpful to today's primary and specialty care providers through a series of podcasts. The Charlotte AHEC Practice Support Team has been providing support to independent practices since 2009. We currently coach practices in the Charlotte, North Carolina region on initiatives like patient-centered medical home, the quality payment program, and other incentive programs. Let's get into today's podcast. Welcome to today's HECDOC podcast. I'm Erin Cloutier, a practice improvement coach on the Charlotte AHEC practice support team. Today, I'm going to talk about co-management agreements. So let's get started. First, let's talk about what a co-management agreement is. In a medical home, it is a set of established guidelines that help to define the communication and care expectations among primary care providers and specialists. Basically, it is a document outlining who does what when. So you're probably thinking, what's in it for me? Why should I get a co-management agreement? Co-management agreements enhance communication between specialty providers and primary care providers. In short, this equals better care for the patient. The agreement provides a framework for the care. It establishes expectations, ensures that each provider has the most up-to-date information about the patient's plan of care, medications, and diagnostic tests. I noticed once in a pediatric clinic that sometimes children with chronic illnesses were not coming in for their routine preventive care, and sometimes that meant they didn't receive needed immunizations or other preventive services. Perhaps the specialist doesn't know that the child is due for preventive services, or on the other hand, perhaps the specialist provided a service or tests that the primary care clinician didn't know about. So the test was ordered again. I think you can see how better communication between the specialist and the primary care provider might help the situation. Now that you know what a co-management agreement is, let's talk about how you can get one. Think of the co-management agreement as a service agreement between clinicians in your medical neighborhood. For generic informal agreement, you might simply state on a referral form what your practice will provide to the specialist such as demographics, recent tests, the clinical summary, the urgency of the request, and the type of the referral. Is it for a single visit or for an indefinite amount of time? In addition, you will want to add your practice expectations for scheduling the appointment. For instance, one week for an urgent referral and perhaps three or four weeks for non-urgent referral as well as the expectation for receiving consult notes back from the specialist. As you begin to create more formal co-management agreements with specific providers, you want to start first with those providers with whom you already have established a good relationship. Can you get your patients in to see them in a reasonable amount of time? Do you always receive consult notes back soon after the patient visit? Do they collaborate with you as they plan the patient's care? Next, set up a meeting to discuss the details of the agreement. This is the who does what when. You will want to establish the arrangement for the exchange of information 
and what information needs to be included, and how soon you expect to receive information. Make sure you discuss what each provider has responsibility for. Again, back to the who does what when specifics of the agreement. Define responsibilities for drug management, diagnostic testing, disease education, and patient follow-up. Specify how secondary referrals are to be handled. Will they initiate from the primary care clinician? Or will a specialty practice proceed with the referral? When there is a hospitalization, who is responsible for inpatient care and post-discharge care? Make sure your agreement is specific. Setting clear expectations together will help avoid miscommunication and more importantly will ensure that the patient receives safe care that is provided in a timely manner. So you have an agreement in place. Now what? Make sure you have a process in place to ensure what you have agreed to is maintained. Are you receiving timely communication? Do you get consult notes back in the agreed amount of time? Are the patients seen in an appropriate time frame? Is each clinician providing all the needed information? Set a time frame for review of the agreement. Lastly, let's not forget to include the patient in your plans. It's important that the patient and family or caregiver understand when there is a co-management agreement in place. Provide the patient with clear guidelines about when to call the specialty provider and when to call the primary care provider. You'll also want to talk with the patient about how refills, referrals, test results, and follow-up are to be handled. As with your agreement, the clearer you are with your patient about how their care will be co-managed will help to avoid misunderstandings and delays in treatment. Thanks so much for listening. As I leave you today, I hope you'll consider creating co-management agreements with the providers in your medical neighborhood. Thanks for tuning into today's podcast. For more podcasts in our series, visit the practice support section on the Charlotte AHEC website, www.charlotteahec.org.